Blog Talk Radio. This is all about wine on Blog Talk Radio, the talk show dedicated to the wine industry since 2009, featuring winemaker, cellar master, vineyardist, and tasting expert, Ron. Basically what we're trying to do on this program is just trying to educate people and trying to make wine less confusing and more friendly. From coast to coast and around the world. You know, we really have had some some neat people on the program. I I just, I love that. Share your question or comments using the live chat feature on our website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Again, that's www.allaboutwinebtr.com. And now, All About Wine is on. Here's Ron. Thank you, bus people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Okay, good enough, good enough. Well, you got me tonight. You don't have Mike. Mike is under the weather. Uh, he wasn't feeling well, hasn't all week. I don't know what the word is, but he is not going to be with us tonight. He is recovering right now, but he'll be back next week, I'm sure. We have a guest tonight, Matthew Lindsay. He's director of fine wine for My Wine Society. Quite, quite, an, uh, quite a place. We'll have him tell you all about it and everything. I did an interview with a Maria Liberati, and she is uh, from the Maria Liberati show. Uh, You can check it out. I will be on the air on her show this Wednesday. Now, I'm not sure what time she is or anything else, but check it out. uh, M-A-R-I-A. L-I-B-E-R-A-T-I, Maria Libretti, and she can uh, get you, uh, or you can listen to my interview with her. It wasn't very long. It was about 20 minutes, uh, something like that, but just talked about wine. This is, well, July, I'm sorry, July is Wine and Cheese Month. I didn't know that. She informed me of it. And that's why she got in touch with me to let me know it was Wine and Cheese Month. And we are set for that. So that's what that was all about. And let's see, what else is coming up? I don't know. I guess nothing. We got a, I don't have my calendar in front of me tonight because it's in the other room. Uh, There's something else that was happening. But oh, that's it. That's next Wednesday. Uh, I will be on the Maria Labaretti show, and you can see that interview. Okay. Matthew Lindsay of My Wine Society is going to be getting in touch with us a few minutes. I hope so. I haven't prepared much of anything else, hoping that, well, counting on him to be calling in here. No Facebook tonight and no YouTube tonight because Mike usually gets those things hooked up and connected up on his end. He being my, you know, main man of getting all that stuff and doing the electronics and everything else. And 
So he is not here tonight, so not on Facebook. He will be replaying this probably Sunday or sometime, so it will be on Facebook. Oh, it looks like we have Matthew that just called in. Let me bring him on to the show here. Hello, Matthew. Welcome to All About Wine. Hey, Ron. Thanks so much for uh, for having me. Really glad to be here with you. No, it, it's our pleasure. I believe it really is. Um, Mike is not with us tonight. Mike got in touch with me, and he's feeling a little under the weather, so he won't be here. Basically, oh. he's in the background anyway and doesn't do too much except tweet out information during the show and look up any sure any questions we have or anything you know while we're doing this but um so my wine society i was reading through your face uh your uh your website wow that has a lot of information on it i was really <laughs> quite surprised i didn't expect that uh before we get into that uh I want to know about you. What uh, you are a sommelier, I understand. According Correct. To, that's what they tell uh, me. Yeah, that's you know. Well, you know, something to be proud of. That's that's. I don't test well, so I probably never would become a sommelier. Horrible <laughs> <at> testing. <laughs> it is very nerve wracking for sure. Oh, I talk to people, and I know I can imagine. So, tell us about you. Where where did you start? Why are you in wine? What started you on your road to wine? Uh, have you been involved with wine since your mom fed you it in a bottle? I mean, what what is your <laughs> what is your start? Well, my start is, is a little bit of an interesting story. Uh, so, I, I wasn't really conditioned to uh, to the wine life until uh, I was almost in my thirties. Um, wow. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, you know, bright, bright eyed, uh, brown, brown boy from, uh, from Oklahoma. <laughs> and so yeah. growing up as a, as basically a pastor's kid, my, my grandparents on both sides of my family were, uh, were Baptist missionaries and pastors. And so oh. uh, growing up in the Bible belt, we didn't really have a whole lot of, uh, you know, experience, uh, with, with alcohol in the house, you know, it wasn't like it was a part of our daily dinner regiment or, you know, barbecues or holidays even. And so uh, it was just kind of one of those things that I was a little naive to and didn't really uh, have any experience. And so um, it wasn't until, like I said, I was in my uh, late 20s when I really started kind of uh, expanding my horizon, so to speak, um, and and getting into the wine world. So I, I feel lucky that I started so late because I was able to forego the uh you know the college years of drinking cheap uh beer and and having blackout <laughs> nights and yeah so i'm counting my blessings and feel lucky that i uh, didn't uh that i that i was able to uh bypass that whole uh you know uh yeah. part of life but um Ed- but yeah so educate. i <laughs> Sorry. I said yeah. that education. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, so you know, I moved to Las Vegas, and um, you know, I, the, I, the ironic thing is, is I uh, I was 17 years old uh, in high school, and I owned a uh, nightclub, and it was one of the biggest nightclubs in Oklahoma City. And uh, one of my roles was to uh, purchase all the alcohol for uh, for the establishment. And so every I think Wednesday, I'd go in and do inventory and put in my order and. And that was really my first, you know, kind of 
hands-on experience with, you know, the food and beverage and alcohol uh, life and, and industry. But, uh, but again, because it was, it was a job to me, I, I never once even took a sip, you know, even after hours or during the week when nobody was around and looking. Um, and so, it, you know, it's just kind of interesting that it, it just played such a little, <laughs> you know, played well, such a little impact on my life, you know, until I, until I was here, a little older. Matthew. Yeah. I have to stop you. 17 years old and owning a nightclub. 17 years old, yes, sir. Uh, how I, you know, I can't let that pass. How did that happen? <laughs> um, let's see. So I started, I started, you know, kind of my entrepreneurial drive and spirit uh, when I was about 14, about 14 years old. I, I, uh, I met a gentleman, a buddy of mine, who um, was really involved in the nightlife scene in Oklahoma, if, if that was even really a thing back in, you know, 1994. And mm-hmm. he invited me out to uh, to a couple of the after hours clubs. And and for those that don't know, the after hours clubs, you know, it's all about the music. There's no there's no alcohol being served. Uh, you know, it's, it's usually you know pretty late night. The, the club doesn't open until two or sorry until 11 um, 11 p.m. and usually goes till six six, seven in the morning when the sun's coming up. And so it was just a very interesting lifestyle for me to kind of fall into. Uh, but I was really intrigued by, you know, kind of the music and, and the people and the culture of it. And so I, I was just intrigued as, as some, you know, young kid. And so, um, you know, like any young entrepreneur, I was just kind of hungry to, to be a part of it and learn. And so I started, uh, you know, kind of marketing and putting flyers up and going to the mall and talking about the events and the DJs that we were booking and and uh, eventually worked my way up, you know, to management position um, early on and, and kind of met the right people. And, uh, you know, around the time I was, you know, like I said, my junior year, senior year of high school, um, you know, the, the club that I was working for had, uh, we'd have, we had outgrown it. And so we were in the process of looking for a new uh, building to kind of renovate and, and, and grow into. And uh, so the owners, uh, who were good friends of mine, asked if I wanted to partner up with them. And, and uh, so I went and had that conversation with my family, and they, uh, they were very supportive. You know, my, my parents helped, uh, you know, write the check so I could, you know, get, some, you know, get financially involved. And, and uh, that was kind of my first real business. And wow. So well, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm forever grateful for my family and my parents and, and their, you know, unwavering support. Uh, you know, most parents would, would be like, wait, you're 17 and you want to do what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you want to own a what? Are you kidding me? But, you know, the, yeah. the, uh, the, the only caveat to that was I had to sign a contract with my parents that I would A, pay back the loan. Uh, but more importantly, I would finish school. So it wasn't like I was going to drop out and, and uh, right. uh, you know, just get into the business side of things. But uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, so that's, yeah, that's kind of the background in the history. Oh, of, well, that's of, a good I, You know, I can say I, 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 I overnight became the most popular kid in school. Everybody wanted oh, to be Without question. <laughs> well, how and oh, well, okay. I I was going to ask how you were able to purchase alcohol, but you know, if you had a partner and parents, then that you know gave you that connection there. So okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was it was interesting. Um, uh, you know that dynamic of 
you know, having having a you know successful nightclub and, and, and being being uh, uh, underage. Actually, uh, in my own establishment, right. I wasn't even old enough to get into my own place. Right. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so okay. it was a very I'm interesting sorry, I just, time. But I, I had to find out about that. You know, owned a nightclub at seventeen. I had to, you know, <laughs> had to find out more on that. So. So you you became an owner of a nightclub and you were ordering and not drinking. Not drinking, yeah. So that was kind of like I said, my first uh, real touch point in the food and beverage industry. And then uh, we'll fast forward a few years to uh, uh, my entry here into Vegas. Um, I was, you know, again, I didn't drink, I didn't, uh, I didn't do drugs, and, and I was just really focused on creating experiences and working in, in the nightlife industry. And, and um, you know, that's kind of where I really started to see the influence of wine in, in, a, in a much broader uh, perspective. Um, I was fortunate enough at the time, um, Robert De Niro and a couple of his partners uh, ended up opening up a, an Italian restaurant at the, uh, the Hard Rock. And I knew mm-hmm. the management there, and, and they, they, they extended an invite to me. They said, Matthew, you know, you're very well connected in this town. Um, you know, we really want uh, to, you know, we want you to bring people to, uh, to the restaurant. Um, and it was kind of, a, you know, it was kind of a social scene, right? Like you go and you see and be seen. And right. um, so, uh, you know, I was very fortunate and very lucky that, you know, he said, listen, for the next six, eight months, just bring anybody and everybody, you know, three, four days a week. We'll comp, your, we'll, we'll comp all your meals. We'll comp all your drinks. And so, you know, it was at that moment in time where I stopped going to the grocery store and stopped buying groceries and cooking dinner. <laughs> so I'm, I'm constantly living at the hard rock, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so I, um, you know, I would take clients and I would take friends and family anytime they would come into town. And it was a really great experience, you know. I mean, Vegas oh, yeah. is, you know, uh, you know, one of the you know, biggest culinary and, uh, you know, wine-centric uh, centers of the world. And so, I, you know, we were eating the best food. But I remember there was a point in time when I was sitting at the head of the table with some clients that I was really trying to impress. And, you know, I get handed the wine menu. And it was a Bible, right? I mean, it was right. as thick as a phone book. And I remember just the color leaving my face and my hands <laughs> getting sweaty and clammy. And I'm here, you know, sitting here thumbing through this, this, this wine book like it's in Chinese. And it was a real pain point for me. It was a real moment of reflection of, uh, in realizing that, man, like, I need, to, I need to step up my game. And I really need to start, like, figuring out what all of this is so I can elevate this experience. And so um, that was really the moment when I started paying attention to wine. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was it was a, it was a great privilege that I had that opportunity to to go, and um, you know, I I kind of made it a game. Every single dinner that I went and enjoyed, I made it a point to order something from a new country, a different varietal that I've never heard of, I can't even pronounce, and really just you know, I would take a picture of the bottle and I would go home and I would just kind of study it and look up their website and and, and learn a little little bit about that particular wine or in that particular mm-hmm. wine style and a particular producer. And so I started getting my legs, uh, you know, under, underneath me a little bit and, and really um, becoming fascinated 
with the history and the culture and all the stories and, and then tasting my way through the world of wine. And huh. I, like I said, it was a great privilege that I was able to do it with no consequence to my, my pocketbook and my wallet because it was, yeah, all, yeah. it was all paid for and, you know, by the restaurant. And so, um, you know, so that was kind of my intro into uh, really taking wine seriously. And, um, you know, my, my first collection that I started <laughs> Uh, it happened not too long after that, and I I was I was coming home uh, after a work day, and I ended up stopping off at like a Walgreens or CVS to get something. I can't remember what I was getting, and the store was going out of out of business, and uh, everything was you know fire sale. They were just you know trying to move product, trying to get it out of the store, and so I ended up going down the wine aisle, and everything was you know 50, 60 percent off. So mm-hmm. I ended up filling two carts of wine full <laughs> and just cleaning them out and brought all these bottles of wine home. And now in hindsight, you know, I mean, I probably bought, I don't know, a couple hundred bottles of wine. And in hindsight, now that I think about it, you know, I'd probably be a little bit embarrassed to, to you know, announce to you and your listeners what these bottles were. <laughs> you know, they're probably, you know, from a, from a very warm country with critters on the, on the label, if you know what I mean. So. Hey, if the label's pretty, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, that was kind of my first, uh, that was kind of my first experience and, and my first intro into wine. And, and, uh, you know, that was kind of my first collection. My collection's a lot different now. And, um, uh, but then I really, you know, wine kind of became integrated in a part of my lifestyle. It wasn't just something that I ordered at dinner or if I was going to a party. It was something that I really sought out and was just, just incredibly curious about. And so anytime I would take a vacation or travel, I didn't, I didn't care about anything about, well, is it wine country? Do they have vineyards there? Do they have wineries there? Can I go experience, you know, and hear stories and drink the wine of the country or the region that I'm going to? And so that was when I kind of knew that I I was onto something that was going to be a little bit more important in my life and long term. And so again, I started folding in wine into every element of my life. And um started going to wine tastings and, and traveling and, and, you know, collecting and everything else. And um, one day I was at a uh, wine, you know, experience convention festival thing here in Vegas at uh, one of the local, um, the, one of the bigger uh, wine uh, shops called these uh, wine experience. Uh, they host an annual event where they, you know, will bring in, uh, I don't know, probably, seven, eight hundred to a thousand different wines and spirits and then it's you know it's two day long event and you just get to go kind of taste through and you pay you know you pay a ticket a ticket fee and then you get to just go enjoy all these amazing wines. And so um I was there and, and I was just kind of enjoying myself as a as a you know consumer. And uh I was talking to one of the guys who was serving me and, and we were just, you know, having a casual conversation about wine, at least so I thought. And he he made the comment and he, he posed a question to me and said, well, how do you know so much about wine? And, you know, I kind of looked at him with a question on my face and I said, well, I, di- I didn't know that I did, but, uh, you know, I just, I'm, I'm passionate about it and I, I, uh, uh, I'm interested in it. And so I just kind of try, you know, I try to be intentional and, and pay attention to, uh, you know, what I'm drinking, where it's from, who's producing it, the styles, all those types of things. And, 
he goes, well, you know, do you want to come work for me? And I go, well, I don't even know who you are or what you do. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> you know, I'm like, do I need to call an adult? Like, I feel like I'm getting, you know, propositioned into a, a van. That's a free candy. <laughs> really? And, um, <laughs> and uh, so anyhow, he told me, you know, I, you know, I do, I'm an importer distributor and I do, you know, wine sales. And basically what you would do is you would go, do wine tastings um, at, you know, on-premise locations and, and teach about wine and talk about wine to consumers and sell it. And I said, well, okay, well, what's the catch? And he's like, well, there is no catch. I pay you and then you get to trade, you know, you get to drink free wine and, and uh, you get to keep talk whatever's <laughs> left over out of the case and, and talk about wine. I said, sign me up. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, uh, so I ended up working for Southern and, and a couple other distributors here in town. And, and uh, that was kind of the beginning. Uh, that was kind of the beginning of, of the end for me as far as, of, you know, making the transition into wine um, from, uh, you know, just consumer uh, on the consumer side and just enjoying it, transitioning into lifestyle and then transitioning again into, um, you know, a, a, a complete career, career move. And you then you decided to uh, pursue it further and get your sonary license or, or certification or. Yeah. And so what? I was, you know, I was, I was working for this gentleman doing these wine education and tasting. And um, there was a, there was a very pivotal moment uh, during that time that really uh, kind of shifted, uh, you know, my life. And that was, I was doing, a, I was doing a, just a wine tasting event. Uh, there was a nice couple in front of me. We were having a nice casual conversation about the wines that I was pouring. I was telling them about the soil. I was telling them, you know, probably more than I probably should have. But, you know. <laughs> I know. We get when passionate. We're on, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, they're probably like, yeah. my man, just, just hush. Let us drink the wine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when you're armed with that knowledge, it's a blessing and it's a curse because you have yeah. to share it. And so I was sharing with them you know, the intimate details of this particular wine that they were actually really enjoying. And unbeknownst to me, there was a master sommelier behind me who was a part ah. of the event, but I, I didn't know who he was and I didn't know, you know, I didn't know that he was a part of the event. He just was kind of floating around behind me. And the couple leaves and I'm kind of, you know, just sitting there by myself because there's a little lull in the, in the event. And, and uh, the master sommelier came up to me and said, how do you know so much about wine? And immediately it triggered that memory from several <laughs> years prior because it was, it was literally word for word, the exact same question. And that, yeah. was, that was very intriguing and interesting to me that I was like, wait a minute, this is a sign, right, from above. This is a sign from God <laughs> that I can pay attention to this moment. And... I and I kind of gave him the I kind of smirked, you know, and I kind of gave him the same the same canned answer. I said, "Well, I don't know. I'm just passionate about it. It's part of my, you know, who I am and my identity and my lifestyle." And you know, I gave him some, you know, canned answer. And he said, "So you're not a sommelier?" I go, "No, I don't. I, I don't. You know, I've always wanted to become one. I I've never taken. I don't even know what the process is to even become one. I know it's very daunting, uh, but I don't. I know." And he said. He looked me in my eye. He looked me in my eye, and he said, "You would be doing yourself, and you would be doing this industry a disservice if you didn't stop whatever you were doing, and go become a sommelier and work full time in this industry." 
He goes, you know too much. You're too charismatic. Like you, you have too much passion to, to not. And that was really an eye opening experience and moment for me that mm-hmm. really encouraged me to go do that. And so I actually ended up signing up for, uh, you know, a 10 week boot camp with a, with a, with a different master somewhere in town and did this incredibly intensive uh, training and course and then spent another, you know, uh, six months, eight months studying for the, for the exams. And then, you know, and then, and then that was, that was it. So um, ever since then, I've, I've made it a, a, you know, a mission to really be uh, a champion for, uh, you know, for, for the, for the wine, for the wine industry. Very good. Very good. I, uh, you know, I, I, been trying to think uh, there is a lady that we have interviewed and she's been on the show she's been a guest a couple of times and she is uh located there in las vegas and she has taken the sommelier test but uh she failed it the first time and i haven't talked to her since then to see if she passed oh, no. the second time uh, yeah, she she was telling us how how very difficult it is, and if you fail one part of it, then it's pretty much you know in the whole thing. And right. last last time I talked to her, oh, a couple years ago, I had been going nuts. This is where Mike worked very well for us because I could say, Mike, who was that? And he'd go back and look it up and let us know. <laughs> but oh, for the life of me, I can't think of her name. But you may have crossed paths with her if I can think of her name. Oh, I'd be interested to know. Yeah, I would be really yeah. interested to know who who it is. Yeah, I, I if I when I find out, I will email you. She she is also a woman of color, so uh, you know it's. Oh, I wish I can think of her name. Um, what did, did did she work in the industry or is she working yeah, at a she, restaurant? She works in there. She has a blog called. Uh, the Vegas Wino, and uh, not W-I-N-O, W-I-N-E-A-U-X. And, uh, oh, geez, I don't know. Well, I, I will find out, and I will email you or, you know. You Please know. do. I mean, I'm Googling her for now, but I'll, I can, I'll, I'll revisit this here in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to know who that is and, and yeah. uh, see if she's, been... if she's made it down, down, down that path a little bit further. Yeah, she she was doing the the test, and last time I I talked to her, and I, I you know it's funny because like every three or four months I say, oh, I need to get a hold of her and and see how she's doing, and I, I just I don't pursue it, but uh, I'm sure that she has pursued it and she has it, but I just she's located there in Las Vegas, and I it just seemed funny that you were there also. I was going to ask. Why Las Vegas? There are lots of other wine areas in the country that you would think before Las Vegas. Why Las sure. Vegas? Well, uh, they, you know, Vegas wasn't my first choice. <laughs> okay. I, um, yeah. yeah, it wasn't my first choice uh, as far as as far as leaving the nest and, and finding a new place to call home. Um, I originally wanted to go out to Florida, uh, but I, I came to Vegas on a family vacation. In 2003 or four, 2003, and I was actually pretty upset about it. Uh, I didn't want to go to Vegas. It was too hot. Uh, I didn't smoke. I didn't gamble. I didn't drink. 
And uh, I didn't go to strip clubs, so I didn't really understand the, the point and purpose of, of coming to a place where there wasn't going to be any kind of, you know, anything exciting for, for uh, you know, me and my family to do. But uh, I digress. I ended up getting, uh, you know, voted off, and, and we, just, we came to Vegas. And, and by day three, something in me clicked, or something about this town and clicked. And... I, I kind of made this declaration at the Mirage. I remember, I remember like it was yesterday uh, that I was going to move here, and I ended up going home. Uh, I had a, a, a successful marketing entertainment business in uh, in Oklahoma City, and, and actually, um, I had a 20-year career in uh, radio. Uh, I was in broadcast. Oh, really? As well, sure was. And um, so a, I kind of made a range. DJ or as a, a talk radio or what? Yeah, on air. Uh, I was I was a host of a uh, electronic music program on the weekends, but then I also did a couple of talk programs as well. Um, and so I spent uh, I spent uh, I think 19 years total uh, on air and, and you know on wow. FM and uh, and online and and really really loved it and really was passionate about it. And so uh, you know it, it was. Uh, it's an interesting dynamic for, for me to call in and, and be a guest on a show when I was usually the one doing the interview. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's kind of well, fun. I kind of like this. <laughs> well, Mike does a radio program. He's a DJ on a radio program uh, on Saturday mornings. Uh, so uh, he's, he's one that is still doing some DJing and all that on the radio. But, uh, cool. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, I was a guest on uh, a program. Oh, let's see. I boy, I'll tell you what. I can't think of stuff half the time. Uh, the Maria Liberati show. I don't know if you're familiar with Maria. I, I, I'm not, but I, I heard you talk about that at the top of the show. Yeah, she she is really she does uh, an Italian cook show, and she knows a lot about Italian wines and everything else, and. I was a guest on her show, and I can relate to the fact that, yeah, I know what you mean. It's just sort of different when you're on the other end of the question. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, I want to be checking my screen and pushing buttons and, you know, adjusting <laughs> microphone yeah. levels. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little strange. Let's get Ron on the Gettner. Let's get Ron on the Gettner. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know, I know, and you know the thing is with her though she she edited and, and puts it up, you know, becoming up Wednesday. I don't edit this. This is going out now. This is oh boy. Well, I uh, apologize uh, if I yeah. You know, no, you've been doing in advance. You, you've been doing great. Uh, so you you wine importer, wine distribution, wine education. That basically you've been doing that for a number of years then. Correct. <clears throat> yeah, you know, as um, as I've kind of you know grown in in this space, um, you know, I've I've made it uh, a very you know strong intention of mine to have my thumbprint on you know any and every area that I possibly can, everything from education to events to wine production, uh, you know, to you know everything. So. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm one of those guys that, um, I don't want to say, I don't know if overachiever is the right word, but I'm, I'm just hungry and, um, good word, hungry, you know, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm hungry for knowledge. I'm, I'm hungry to learn. And the more I learn, the more I consume, the more I want to give. And 
you know, I feel uh, that, um, you know, it's a blessing and a curse to have, you know, have the, the, the uh, burden of this knowledge, you know, uh, of, of wine. And, but I feel like we have this duty, and I apologize for painting such a broad, colorful picture, but we have uh, this duty to share this information with, mm-hmm. with people. And so, uh, because wine is such a great communicator. Uh, between cultures, between race, between religion, between socioeconomic, uh, you know, strata levels, uh, none of that really matters whenever you're sitting across from each other and you've got something beautiful in the glass that you guys are sharing together. And, you know, that's incredibly important to me. You know, I grew, I was born in Israel and um, grew up in Oklahoma and, you know, the family unit is such an important part of who I am and my culture. And uh, as I was sitting in and building relationships and, and all those types of things, and when I was sitting in that restaurant for that, you know, year period where I was able to drink and eat and enjoy, one thing I noticed, you know, panning across the restaurant floor was – there was a bottle of wine on, on these, on these, you know, people's tables and they were laughing and they were enjoying each other's company. They were cheering, they were celebrating. Some were crying, most were laughing, but you know, that was incredibly impactful to me. Uh, and with a great visual representation of how wine is a communicator and how it brings people together. And so I was like, you know what? I'm in, sign me up. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing I've noticed, I've been involved with wine quite a bit of my life also, and there's always stories to tell. There's always things to pass on. There's always something that uh, even in one bottle of wine, there's stories to tell in that. And that's what's so fun about wine is the, the story behind everything is, well, it was drives my guest. I mean, I get people on, and they all have their stories to tell, and it's all wine brings that out in people. I think. Absolutely, yeah, I, I 100% agree. So, and everybody experiences the same wine in a different way, and so that's what makes oh, it interesting. It's never boring. Yeah, it's it's just so many. You know, what do you think of that? And people look at it so differently. It's just uh, it makes it exciting. <laughs> it really does. So right. you are, you became educated, and Depends you have all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, my wine society became your home. How did that happen? And how did you get started with uh, what is what four other people? It looks like on the on what I see here. Yeah, we so my wine society is a company based out of San Diego, California. Oh, and okay. uh, they're the parent company company of of, of several other wine centric brands and companies. Um, but uh, you know, first things first, you know, we're 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 a wine technology company, and so oh. we've created a um, an application, the My Wine Society app, that um, is kind of built with purpose and intent of bringing together wine lovers um, and, 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 you know, kind of bridging that gap between the antiquated wine industry and these tech savvy young, you know, hip, cool kids 
<laughs> uh, and, and giving them a platform to where they can share their experiences, learn about wine, get integrated with other people that, uh, that share that same passion with them. And so, you know, that's kind of one of the arms of, uh, of, of this machine uh, that is kind of telling this great grand picture of wine. And so another, another thing that we're doing is the blended wine and music festival. Um, mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it, we're, we're in our technically our third year, but third, second year of production. We, yeah, we did the blended wine festival in 2019. Uh, we were going to continue and grow it in 2020. Uh, I won't bother to tell you why we didn't. Hey. I think it's pretty obvious. A <laughs> lost year, you know, for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But now, you know, 2021, um, we're coming back full strength, uh, and we're doing uh, uh, we're doing the Blended Festival in Nashville, San Diego, and Austin this year. And then next year, we have a growth strategy to grow into, um, you know, we're looking at maybe nine nine plus cities next year. And you know, one of the major focuses of that particular event is is the wine and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got, uh, you know, most, most people understand, uh, you know, festivals as, as a music festival. And right. this is a music festival, right? We've got an incredible lineup of, of you know, A-list celebrities and great, huge musicians across all uh, genres, country, rock, hip-hop, top 40. Um, so that music element is, is a very important part of, of uh, you know, what we're trying to create. But... Uh, you know, another very big important part of the festival is the wine tent. So um, I'm the executive director, uh, uh, or sorry, the executive sommelier and the director of wine for the Blendage Festival. And so um, in each city, I have um, a hundred plus long, uh, foot long wine tent. And um, so I'm curating wine experiences for uh, today's wine drinker. Um, it's, it's a really cool opportunity uh, for people to come and, and try wine and learn about wine and experience wine and make it a part of their everyday conversation and their everyday lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's important to note that, you know, I'm not just throwing a bunch of wine in a wine tent and calling it a wine festival. Right? Right. Um, I, think that's, I think that's easy to do, and I think that's what most people uh, do whenever they throw these wine festivals or these wine events. And there's nothing wrong with that, but um, I, I really feel like this is uh, an incredible opportunity to create a completely different experience and tell a completely different story about wine. And, um, and, and then, like I said, infiltrating it into, into their lifestyle, right? Instead of them holding up a you know, Miller Lite or a Bud Light while they're listening to their favorite band, I want to look across the crowd at 15,000 people and I want to see them holding up a glass of wine. Mm. And that's kind of what we're, that's what we're creating with the blended festival. All right. That, that sounds like a, a great thing. One thing I was a little disappointed in, and when you were listing cities, I did not hear any of them from Florida there. Well, just wait for 2022, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't really, want to we... give away any secrets, but I have a feeling that one's <laughs> going to be on the map. Okay, well, we got we got Orlando, we got Miami, we got Tampa, you know, you know, Jacksonville. There's some some exciting cities here in Florida that would love to have something like what... that come visit. And what part so, of what part of Florida are you in? Uh, just north of Tampa. Okay. All right. 
Yeah. Well, we'll definitely love to have you at the festival when we're there uh, next year. Oh, we'll no, I will I look forward to getting some information <laughs> on it. I will definitely, you know, by next year too, you know, we won't have any travel restrictions or anything else and we'll be able to hopefully go back to some semblance of normal. Um, so you, is, is this blended festival the keystone to my wine society or is it a branch? So uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both. It's a lot of both actually. So uh, the blended festival is probably, you know, the biggest driver of, uh, uh, you know, our biggest influence as far as reach. Um, mm-hmm. Since we're in so many cities and we have, you know, a, a great team of 25 uh, really, really talented people that are, that are, you know, helping to bring this whole thing together across across the country. Um, uh, but it's not the only thing, right? Like I said, it's not it's not the only thing, but it's definitely probably the biggest piece that we have in this uh, in this in this you know machine that we're that we're building. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the chance to wine tastings brought to you by my wine society, and if you like this, you can sign up for us and and continue receiving fine wines from these fine wineries, uh, just like you've tasted here today, that type of thing. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, and that's, that's another, um, component of, of, uh, of the company is we have a monthly, uh, wine subscription, uh, mm. uh, program. And so, um, again, you know, we're not just throwing wine in a box and calling and, and you know, putting a feather in our hat and saying, Hey, look at us guys. We, you know, we're another wine subscription uh, right. company because you know we don't the world doesn't need another one of those they need a curated experience and that's exactly what the loyalty club is um, you know we create monthly themed boxes um, that also have gift inclusions and so not only will you be getting uh, really great wines from all over the world you'll also be getting um, uh, you know anywhere from four to six gifts that kind of complement that experience and create that experience for you Wow. Um, so this last month we did our theme was uh, summer bunnin. So we did a couple of uh, really nice uh, summer friendly wines that you can have out by the pool. And uh, we also included, um, you know, kind of a, a summer survival uh, kit. And so we gave you um, some sunglasses, some really high end designer sunglasses, uh, a really great trucker hat uh, that says captain on it. So you know, if you want to go out and lay by the pool, you can, you know, wear this great captain's hat and then, um, you know, some SPF chapstick and some SPF uh, suntan lotion and uh-huh. a couple other things. So, you know, we're really trying to, like I said, create a lifestyle around wine. And uh, that's where these curated uh, monthly wine boxes kind of come into play. So each month is completely different um, and it's themed, it's thoughtful. And it's, uh, it's, it's curated by myself and a couple of other people on the team uh, that really just want to create something interesting that you're going you're gonna to want to take pictures of and you're not going to forget and you're going to want to talk about it with your friends. And it's just a completely different, uh, different elevated experience. That is your loyalty club then. That is, that is our loyalty club. club. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Uh, you get wine from you said around the world. Do you have connections to all these wineries, or you just walk down to your local uh, wine store and pick up stuff? How how do you do that? 
So a little bit of both. So we do have, you know, uh, connections with, uh, you know, some distributors that we're able to kind of take wines from all over the world. Um, <laughs> excuse me, but we also have relationships with a lot of wineries as well. And mm-hmm. so we do some special, some special boxes with wineries that don't necessarily have that, you know, extensive uh, distribution channel. Oh, okay. So if, if someone becomes a member of the loyalty club, could they expect uh, wines that could possibly not be available to anyone else, just them? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, like I said, you know, we we, we uh, put the, you know we put uh, wines in the box that are familiar, but then also wines that are going to kind of expand your horizons and and uh, they're very boutique boutique wineries that don't have you know large distribution. And uh, so you're going to get some special wines for sure. Oh, very good. Very good. That's always a good thing there. Now, the Blended Festival, I'm going to jump back to – I'm on your website here to just to let you know. I'm not just pulling this stuff out. <laughs> Fine. Sure. No, the yeah, Festival, by all means. Uh, the tickets of – is this – well, I haven't found anything. Let me click on this here and see. Tickets on sale today. Now – Oh, okay. Here we go. We got buy tickets, experience Nashville, Austin, San Diego. That's the only three cities you have right now. Yep, those are three cities that we've got going on uh, for twenty twenty one. Okay, and uh, so you can get tickets and everything there. And let's see, here we go. San Diego, October fifteenth, sixteenth. Nashville, August thirteenth and fourteenth. That's the next one. Then September. 10th and 11th in Austin. So anyone live in those areas, it is, uh, you can check out those sites and all that. Now on your, go back to your website here. You have uh, a whole section of wine influencers. Uh, that's something I have to honestly say I have not seen. Uh, wine influencers, where do you find them? Why Oh, wine influencers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a beautiful thing about, uh, you know, us being a wine technology company and utilizing technology to get, to get uh, our message out there to the world. And so, uh, you know, influencers have become a really, really big staple in the growth of a lot of, uh, a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so we, we like to utilize and leverage uh, them as kind of a sounding board for, uh, for you know, My Wine Society and the festival. And so we bring on people um, from all over the, all over the country uh, that have uh, large followings, large passionate followings of fans uh, that kind of align with who we are as a company and our ethos and our messaging. And uh, so, you know, one of the primary requirements is that, you know, they have to be interested and involved in wine and are passionate about wine. You know, their content has to be kind of centered around wine and the lifestyle of wine. And so we kind of, you know, bring them into the family and, and invite them to, uh, you know, help us spread the message about, you know, kind of the programming and the festivals and everything that we've got going on. No, well, you know, I mean, I suppose influencers are, like you said, a big thing now, but it's something I've never Never heard associated with wine. I, you, you uh, you're on cutting edge there. I suppose you can say on on getting getting some people involved with being influencers on wine. Uh, that's cool. I I like that. Uh, the 
Let's see the wine influences. Uh, uh, you also have uh, your your website. And by the way, I'll I'll, I'll let you give all information here about websites and everything else at the end. So, uh, but I noticed you have a, a pretty good section here on wine 101, wine information. Uh, that's that's good, but it it seems to me. Rather short. Is this just something that's beginning, or is it? I, I mean, it's a great idea, but it just seems like it's a little. Sure. Yeah, I think um, that, that's something that we're definitely developing. Is kind of the uh, educational side of uh, our website and our app. Um, I'm, I'm, I've actually been tasked with uh, doing Wine Wednesdays, where I do kind of a little you know, short little educational video. And so we're, we're working on all that programming and, and kind of educational pieces to kind of help bridge that gap uh, between curiosity and interest and, uh, you know, pure unbridled passion. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Well, good. I, it, you know, it's a good section there. I mean, the, the Wine 101 section is very interesting because it asks and answers some basic questions that some people I'm sure are, curious about and you know, people just starting in wine these are things that uh, they don't know so that's that's a good thing uh, y'all have a dog that is part of your part of your business <laughs> I mean I, I um, I think um, uh, John, one of our uh, one of the owners of the company, is uh, is really passionate about dogs and has dogs, and so I think that's kind of where the dog element comes into play. Um, I see. So yeah, I think that's I think that's where uh, you're seeing all the dog images. Yeah, because we you know wags and wine, we have a bunch of pictures of different dogs with their glass of wine in front of them, and I just think something that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, not not a lot of dogs are noted for drinking their wine and having their picture taken. They try to hide it, I think, is what it is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So uh, the uh, my wine society, the concept of it is. A, a a great idea. What who came up with this? Who was the founding father of my our mother of my wine society? Uh, so John Bazo, uh, this was his kind of idea and creation. He he's a he's a pretty passionate guy when it comes to wine, and so he wanted to you know curate and create uh, something that was a little bit different. And so um, he partnered up with uh, Sean, and they they've kind of created. This, this parent company of uh, My Wine Society, and then it's, it's evolved over the last few years into uh, kind of where we're at now and where we're going with the festivals and the app and everything else. So, I see. So the festivals are going to be expanding. You have three this year. Are you? Uh, what is your ultimate goal? I mean, is it having one a month or one every two weeks or somewhere in the country? Yeah, I mean. I mean, I think for us as a company, uh, you know, we're, we're really focused on, um, you know, growing in the right way and in the right cities. And so, 
Um, you know, we're kind of looking uh, in 2022, expanding to, uh, you know, anywhere from six to nine cities based on wow. capacity and availability and all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, we know that, that um, there, there's some really great cities out there that uh, would love to call Blend, the Blendage Festival home. And uh, so we're kind of exploring a lot of those. We have, we have some at different stages of, you know, uh, commitments and things like that. But, um, but, yeah, so 2022, 2023 is going to be a great uh, season of growth and, and um, you know, excitement uh, for, for what we're doing. And the music you say covers the whole genre of styles. Is absolutely it? Is it going to? I mean, say you're in Nashville this year, or you know, maybe country there. But are you scheduled for Nashville maybe uh, next year and have uh, I don't know Southern rock or something? I mean, is you going to be jumping around like that, or what is the plan for that? Yeah, we're not really, we're not really, uh, the idea isn't to, um, it, this isn't an a EDM festival or this isn't a country festival. It's a music festival. It's a wine festival. It's a wellness festival. It's a food festival. And so mm-hmm. I think just as wine has, you know, different expressions and experiences, the music has to kind of play, play alongside that. And so okay. the music, the food is, is, you know, even though Nashville is very, you know, hot chicken and barbecue uh, friendly, you know, we're, we're featuring that. We're also featuring other styles of food, similarly to the music. You know, yes, country is, or Nashville is known for their country and their rock, uh, but we want to have something for everybody. And just like wine, we want this to be an all-inclusive event. And so we don't no. want to single out any one genre or any, any one style or any one style of wine. This isn't... This isn't a California wine festival. This is a wine from all over the world festival. All right. Okay. That that summed up what you know I was I was looking at and trying to figure out what you were going to be doing. So it's just music to get people out and wine to pair with the music and enjoy it. So correct. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, and let's see. I had one other question here. Where was it? Uh, let me find it because I've been flipping around while I've been talking to you. And uh, oh, sure, take your time. Uh, okay. Oh, the Basil Show is that your founder's show that he has done? Uh, I noticed you have a, a link to the Basel show, and I, I noticed that John Basel is one of the investors and partners. Is that the one and the same? Uh, you know what? Actually, I don't know the answer to that question. I'm not familiar with. Uh, I'm not familiar with what that is. No. Uh, well, on your website, uh, not to put you on the spot here, and it's beyond me to do that. I don't try to do that. But on your website, <laughs> uh, in uh, the far right-hand side, it says more in different things, and it's a drop-down box, and it says featured wine pairings and the Basso show. And you click on that, and it says the, the funniest wine show on the Internet. And uh, it, uh, talks oh, about John, him. Oh, John, yeah, John Basso. Okay, sorry. I, I, said B, I, don't, I don't know what I heard. I heard something different. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what that is. I think John for a while was, 
uh, part of what he was doing was was doing a podcast and talking about wine and interviewing people. Um, I haven't heard of, uh, of much of that since I've kind of come on board, so I'm not sure if that's on a hiatus or a pause or if he's still doing that. So, yeah, that I, that I don't know. Okay. I just I, I noticed that here this last episode looks like was April the 30th, so – uh, oh, maybe so. I, I just I saw that on there, and it just it looked interesting and uh, an irreverent look at wine. I thought might be fun. So, uh, but not to put you on the spot, but something for you to educate yourself on. <laughs> That's right. Now I got to go do some homework. <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> so, well, um, Matthew, give us all the information about My Wine Society, how people can get in touch with you, websites, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, everything, uh, any phone numbers that they might be able to connect, anything that people are listening to the show and want to learn more, which probably everything's on the, the you know, your website. But still, give us yeah, uh, sure. all the stuff on it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to be a part of the uh, of the monthly wine club, you can go to mywinesociety.com. Uh, you can also download our app on uh, on Apple or Android or Google Play. And um, if you're interested in the wine festival, the blended wine, music, food, and wellness festival, I call it a lifestyle festival. Uh, but if you're interested in coming and seeing what I've got uh, kind of curated and planned for the wine tent, uh, you can go to blendedfestival.com. And oh. uh, I'd love to extend a, um, a discount for you and your fans and your listeners. Uh, if, whenever you're checking out, doesn't matter what city you are uh, buying tickets for, whether it's Nashville, uh, Austin, or San Diego, if you type in the word "the Lord of Wine," uh, it'll give you my friends and family discount. And oh, so uh, while you're checking out, you'll see a section that says uh, "Enter promo code," and uh, again, just post or just put in uh, "the Lord of Wine." And uh, that'll give you my friends and family discount. And so, uh, and then if you want to follow word. me and my, yeah, one long word, yep. And uh, if you want to follow me and my journey uh, uh, in the wine world and, and what we're kind of creating and what I'm creating, uh, I'd love for you guys to follow me on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is at uh, the Lord of Wine. Oh, okay. So that's simple enough. Very good. So the, my wine society. Dot com. That's all uh, one thing. They got everything on. They got a lot of information on there, and you can just uh, check on that and see just about everything that we've talked about tonight. And it'll uh, break down also the uh, festival and everything else. And so you can see everything that people that you want to see. And don't forget your discount, the Lord of Wine, and. Uh, we'll look forward to festivals hitting other parts of the country uh, over the next couple of years, or over the next however many years. It you know it, it's something that's going to be growing and all that. And uh, thank you, Matthew, absolutely. for taking the time out this evening. And right, it was an absolute pleasure. Really great to chat with you, talking with us and all that. And uh, I will. Find out the name. I still drive me nuts. Find out the name of that blogger that lives in Las Vegas there, and 
I'll I'll send it to you. I'm gonna have to get her back on the show. I keep saying that, but I haven't. But <laughs> uh, I'll have to get her back on. But I'll send that out to you, and maybe in a couple years we can get you back on again, and you know we can talk about how far this uh, wine festival and uh, blended festival has gone. So that would be interesting. Would love that. Looking forward to the follow up chat. All right. Very good. Take care of yourself. Thank you for taking the time out tonight. It was fun, educational, and entertaining. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you sometime in the future. Absolutely. Thanks so much again, Ron. God bless everybody. And sip well. Thank you very much. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Bye now. Okay. Uh, Why am I missing my BTR. There it is. Okay. All right. Now I'm still here and I'm still on. For some reason, my excuse me, my studio page disappeared there for a moment. So there we go. Matthew Lindsay, a director of fine wine from My Wine Society. Interesting story. 17 years old and owning a nightclub. Oh my gosh. Uh, the give him credit though, seventeen year olds joining a nightclub would end up destroying their lives from that point on. He had himself a focus and did a great job on it. So he did a you know wonderful, wonderful job on that. And he's came out and doing great with wine. So I guess we're done for another week here. Uh, Mike, hope you're feeling better, and he should be back next week. And it's driving me crazy who the, oh, I can picture her and, I, you know, her wine blog and everything. I can't think of her name. Oh, well. Uh, it's going to get tickets, use the discount, the Lord of Wine for uh, the blended festivals. And if you do attend it, send me an email. Let me know what it was that they're not coming up for a couple of months here, but if you do attend it, send me an email, let me know about it. That would be interesting. There's none down here in Florida yet. They should be here next year. So from what he was saying, they got one or more scheduled in the Florida area. All right. We're done for another week. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we've been, uh, getting some uh, good interviews and some good people on here. Don't forget to check out my interview next Wednesday evening. That's when she said it was going to be on. Oh, is it next Wednesday evening? Let's see. What is today? Today is the 24th. No, probably two weeks. I'm sorry. She said around the 7th it will be on. So two weeks uh, from yesterday, the, the 7th, she said it's going to be on. So, Check out. I'll tell you about it again next week, I guess, because it's still got another week to inform me about it. And by that time, I'll do some searching and find out exactly how you can tune in on it. But the Maria Labretti show, she's got a lot of stuff going for her. So uh, we'll uh, let you know what's happening with my interview with her next week. And we will look forward to seeing all of you next week. Be safe this week. Be careful out there. Uh, if you're out west, uh, be careful with the heat. 
stay hydrated. And if you're in the middle of the country, not only is it hot, but it's also drought areas all over the place and all sorts of stuff. I'm going to try to get hold of some wineries and see how the heat and the lack of water is affecting some of their grapes this time of year. So hopefully I'll have a report on you for that next week. Be safe. Take care. And again, thank you, Matthew, for being on tonight. And we'll see all of you next week here on All About Wine. This concludes tonight's broadcast of All About Wine on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Ron. For show information, links to All About Wine on Twitter and Facebook, or to be a guest on this show, visit the show website at www.allaboutwinebtr.com. Archive shows are available for download on iTunes or on our show page at blogtalkradio.com forward slash allaboutwine. Thank you for listening. Drink responsibly, and we'll see you next time on All About Wine.